0: far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a Josh Cohen, Josh Cohen, Josh
1: Cohen, Josh Cohen, Josh Cohen,
0: and the home team.
2: to josh cohen and the home team with dean thomas and tina delivered by bright Live. live life on the bright side this is espn 1063 because every day above ground is a good day tina tells you
3: let's do this
2: and we shall it is a wednesday on the home team in the hov lane four to six live on espn 1063 four to six p.m live eastern time on your smart speakers by saying play espn 1063 and of course on the espn app there he is, the UFC's new king of all media, D to the T, Dean Thomas.
0: What up? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up?
2: Oh, you know. You know you how know, we you do. You know how we do. You know how we do.
0: Listen, it's Wednesday, but it feel like Friday.
2: Oh, uh, because it's your last day of the week. Yep. Yeah. And I'm flying out tonight, but I'm going to be doing the show from Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, you're not coming by the hotel suite this time. Nah. You you and I have done that a few in a few different cities. Where like in my hotel room? Actually, we've done it in your hotel room in Vegas, my yes. hotel room in Vegas. Yeah, um, in New York City, my hotel room in New York City, we did the show. Oh a yeah, I times. do remember that. Yeah, we, we've done hotel shows. You and I, it's kind of it's it's kind of strange, kind of creepy. It, well, I don't know about that. I mean, you, you I'd be your, leaving it out your room with a big old box. Like, I mean, you had your pants off, and I go, "Why are your pants off?" <laughs> I said, "Why, why, why, why are you? Why I you? Mean, you didn't show. You showed up with pants, and you took them off, and you started a, dur- you said, during you said, the
1: show. You took them off. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Does
2: that get comfortable?" You know what the, d- I'm saying? the disembodied voice you just yeah. heard is of our Wednesday special guest co-host, the local legend, the baseball phenom—literally the phenom. The book is named as such. Two-way superstar of Major League Baseball, Rick Ankiel. Welcome back.
1: Thank you. It's great to be back. So let's go back to that for a second, Dean. So you, you underwear on or just butt naked? Well, you know that's we got to see the video. Well, he doesn't take long, does he? Just I, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I introduced the guy, and immediately he's like, "That's great." No, let's yeah. get back to you being butt
0: naked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> On JC's bed doing a radio show. It depends
0: to, on which time? I you had to I complete saying, was, my
1: visual a, of was, you guys in the same room. But there, was,
0: there was a couple of different times. Bro, we're kidding. We're kidding.
1: We're kidding. We're <laughs> kidding. Or not. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> or
2: not. <laughs> uh, let's all, by the way, Christina, good day to you. You're a little spicy today. Tina's a little, do you know, Tina's a little spicy today. Well, Is that the days. word? Is that the word of the summer?
3: That's the word all the time. I know, but, I, but I feel like this,
2: this year, it's kind of, like it used to be uh, salty or... Um,
3: uh, I feel like salty is a different meaning, though, than spicy. For
2: sure. But I hear more people now. I hear men and women of all generations saying, so-and-so is spicy. I'm feeling spicy today. Let's Ooh. go. Let's get it. You, you seem a little spicy today.
3: I would say that.
2: Are you overwhelmed? Is, is, is it a lot of stuff all at once? Is it work stuff? Is it life stuff? What's going on?
3: No, it's just uh, I'm just feeling spicy today.
2: Okay. All right. Well, yeah. we, we could tell. We could sense yeah. that We could sense that heat coming off you. Uh, Rick and <laughs> Ankeel, congratulations to you, bro. You've reached a milestone. You made it two consecutive weeks of your once-a-week appearance on this show. (laughs) Two consecutive
1: shows. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. Next week, you go for three. Yeah. Well, you never know. It's it's like... Yeah, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's not count our chickens. Hey, that's called... Two's called a
1: streak, by the way.
2: Two is a streak. Yeah. 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 Three is a trend. Yeah. Three would be remarkable. Why is it so hard in baseball to hit a triple? Because it's so rare you get a chance to go to third but not go home?
1: It's the dimensions of the outfield, and then I'll say it this way too: guys don't really want to hit triples because if you if you play a whole season, yeah, right? Yeah. What sounds better? Forty nine doubles and one triple, or fifty doubles? Fifty doubles. 50 oh doubles. yeah, that yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. So basically, be selfish. So yeah. what you're saying is guys are selfish. Yeah. That's why they don't get triples. Really? Yeah. When someone's about to hit for the cycle, Dean, do you know what hitting for the cycle means? I have no Tina, idea. Tina, do you know what hitting for the cycle means?
3: No idea. I want
2: both of you guys to give it a shot. Then let's begin first with spicy tea. What does it mean? And Rick's not going to give you any hints. He's not going to help you. And I'm not going to help. Well, I'll help you a little bit. What does it mean for someone to hit for the cycle? Christina, spicy
3: tea. Does it mean, so say like they're, okay, say there's like someone on first, someone on second. Yeah. Like they, they, okay, or, or someone on third, like they just bunt it. Like they have, they hit specifically to, like, know that, like, this person's gonna make it home. Like, it's just, like, a certain hit. Like, they're not gonna... That's like a
2: sacrifice. Yeah, that's a sacrifice. That's close. Cycle sacrifice.
0: It's close. Mm -hmm. All right, Dean Thomas, what do you got? So... I remember that one year Where all them boys Was on them steroids Cycling on them steroids <laughs> And then they yep. You know, and that was it Why would you put him In that position I didn't put him In that position I <laughs> what? What? I'm, I'm just saying I, didn't, I had nothing to do with him I'm just saying That year And they was all doing it And
2: know for know the record know? That was Rick laughing I just want to be clear on that <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wrong kind of cycle Oh Wrong kind of cycle Hitting for the cycle, y'all means that in the same game you hit a single, a double, a triple, and, and a, a home run, run and oh, wow. a run. And the hardest part is always the triple, the triple, because you're much more likely for the ball to leave the park than stay in the park, and you get to third as opposed to you being able to get to second. How many triples did you did you hit? Do you know? Good. Co-
1: no, not many. Not many, not many like a handful. Well, there's rules too, right? You never want to make the first or the third out at right. third base. So there's a lot of times that you're stopping at second because at second base you're technically in scoring position on a base hit. You're gonna have a chance to score. So there's reasons you're gonna stop.
2: This turned into like baseball for dummies. I know what I love it though. I and, love it. And the good news is we got two dummies right here. Hey, <laughs> you, ever, <laughs> remember,
1: you remember the name hard hitting Mark Witten? Yes. Okay, so he hit for the cycling home runs. A solo home run, a one-run home run, a two-run home run, three-run, and, and a grand slam, and a grand slam in one game. Mark Witten did. Mm-hmm. When was that? Hard hitting Mark Witten. That's wild. Mm, that's doing it.
2: Uh, so was it Julio
1: Franco or someone in 1999
2: hit two grand slams in the same inning? No. Uh, you Remember that?
1: Yeah. Um, um, was it not Julio Tatis. Franco? Tatis? Tatis. Tatis. Okay. Yeah. Fernando no, wait, Tatis. Now wait
2: a minute. Hold on. So
0: it's got to be hard to hit for a cycle, like a of course. Double, it is. Same, yeah. yeah.
2: But it's hard to get four hits hard, in the same yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. First of all, keep in mind, Dean Thomas. Baseball, Major League Baseball, is a game where if you fail seven out of ten times, you're a Hall of Famer. That's crazy. You you no. only need to succeed three out of ten times to be Hall of
1: Famer. <laughs> and that's, a, that's a,
0: How do you hit the ball four times in one game? And all well, it's different. The, I mean, it's it's called it.
1: talent. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. How many? Do you know how many four hit games you
2: had?
1: Not many. No. no. It's hard. No.
2: First of all, you may get four, you may get five at bats. So maybe you get five at bats. If you get walked, well, then it doesn't count. Yeah. If you. When he says, and I think that I was glad that Rick Ankeel just said, you don't want to ever make the first or the third out at third base. Someone explained to me you're a coach, you're mm-hmm. an analyst, explain the uh, the methodology behind it. It's not that you can't, it's not that there's a rule, you don't want to. Yeah. Why Why is it like, come on now, have a little discipline, don't make the first or or third out at third base? What do you mean at third base? Like where you get the guy out at third where, where base? Where you get tagged at third. Oh, you get tagged at third? Right, it's not a force play. Do you know what a force play means in baseball?
1: Oh, boy. No. <laughs>
2: it, it's, it's baseball. It's
1: 101. Force play means you had to run to third. So you let's say there's a th- guy on first, you're on second. Okay, Balls you hit to- on the ground, you have to run to third. Yeah, right? no choice.
2: So you don't want that on right. the first or third so, so the question is, you know, Rick brings up a great point. And it's it's like baseball. It's a, it's, I need to notice. It's kind of like Rick right now is coaching uh, nine-year-olds in Little League. Mm-hmm. And he's like, listen, guys, you don't ever want to be the first out or the third out at third base. And what it means is you'd exercise a little bit of discipline to not try to stretch it into a triple to not try to go from first to third instead just go to second base but why Dean? Why Why would you not want to make the first out at
1: third base? I already said it actually Yeah but he doesn't listen to the show <laughs> I mean, I don't know his, He, I don't he was know thinking I about what he was going to yeah. say In his yeah.
2: headphones he's listening to the Joe Rogan podcast <laughs> right
1: If, now. if so Joe Rogan mentioned me I'd be he, listening to it too <laughs> He's listening to Joe in
0: his ears and he's listening to us not um, Go ahead The reason why you don't want to be the third out the first out Right at third base Right Is because You're going to look like a loser Like you almost got home <laughs> And then you're just Not close enough Sort you of yeah. Tina Do you want to elaborate?
2: No not at all You don't at all? So Rick said it Scoring position in baseball Is second base and third base Meaning that a ball That travels into the outfield If you're pretty good You're you probably got a good chance To get home The reason why You don't want to be the first Or third out at third base Is you're already in scoring position Keep in mind you want to get over to third, but if there's one out, it's okay, because a fly ball you can tag up and score. The idea being, don't get greedy, don't try to do too much because you're in good position right now. So let's—it's better to have somebody on second with nobody out,
1: right? Than, obviously, mm-hmm. than, than getting having, thrown out. Right. right. Ah, I'm so imagining—I'm imagining in fighting, right? There's times where you're not trying to throw a haymaker.
0: Yeah, a Most lot of it. Yeah, right, discipline right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, right, wise, like, it's right, not right, smart yeah, right Right, yeah,
1: yeah
2: for sure. You didn't Same I get it now. You didn't always swing for the fence. I mean, you didn't always swing for home runs. Yeah, I mean, swing hard in case you hit it. <laughs> 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 That's what they say. That's what they say. But
0: but there's a time and a no. place. Yeah. And you yeah. say, hey, makers. You, you can't throw everything with that intention. Right. So, I mean, it's very similar to like Calvin Cater uh, last week. He was just throwing a jab, touching him with a jab. Right. He didn't throw the power shots. Right. And what he was doing was he was hitting singles and doubles. Right. Singles and
2: doubles. It's hard to wind up on third because it's either going to be home run ball mm-hmm. or it's only enough to get to second base.
0: I get it now. For a double. Uh, is it true, Dean, that
2: you learned the terminology of baseball, singles, doubles, and triples, from ordering Wendy's hamburgers? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Basically. A, I, I learned it as a kid during uh, when I was learning about the birds and the bees. Yeah, I was with-
1: wondering if it was a truth or dare yeah. game. Yeah,
2: what's it got to do with doubles and triples you know with I'm birds saying? and bees? His first base, second base, oh, third base. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think those bases have changed since yeah. we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Oh yeah,
0: I'm sure they have.
2: Yeah, I, I think now, like you know, second base now is something that you, but we never even imagined. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Kids today, dude. I know the internet
0: ruined
1: childhood. Information age.
0: It's, it's more than that. <laughs> I, I do not go through my like everybody says. Like, oh, I go through my kids' stuff. I don't go through my kids' stuff. No, you because don't want to know.
2: You don't want to know. I do
0: not want to know.
2: I was flipping the radio channel a couple of years ago, and on the Gator Classic Rock ninety eight point seven FM, the Gator, they, uh, Nicky Six, who's the drummer? Uh, excuse me, the bass player from Motley Crue. He wrote a lot of those songs. He uh, he played on all those songs. He's a rock star. Nikki Six, I just was flipping the channels, and I came across that, and he was talking to his co-host, who's like Casey Kasem's daughter, and he was saying something about, I understand young people today, there's all spit involved with everything, it's all spit. And I was like, that's enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... Yeah, change. And he's like, where was all this when I was coming up? Because yeah. they were rock stars yeah, in the early, it. mid-80s on, and it's like, okay, that's gross. Yeah. That's kind of gross. Uh, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> okay, good. Uh, today we are playing Choose Your Own Adventure. A big portion of this audience remembers the book series where you would get a page and it would say, if you want to go into the tunnel, go to page 52. If you want to climb the mountain, go to 56. And you had to make decisions and then you found out if you made the right thing or not. So Tina's got segment two, Dean's got segment three. I don't know what their topics are. I don't know what their setup is. I don't know what their payoff is. We're going to find out together. They are choosing their own adventure for the show today. But I'm going to get right now to mine, which is first and foremost. We know yesterday Serena Williams got bounced. Did you happen to catch the end of at all Serena
1: Williams' match? No, I, I heard the news, but I did not see it.
2: Harmony Tan bounced her in three sets in tiebreak. That match took how long, Tina? It was three hours and what?
1: Oh, I don't know. It,
2: it was three plus hours. <sighs> who um, watches that? We did. We did. We watched the whole thing. Harmony Tan had the greatest day of her career yesterday. It was her debut um, at Wimbledon in the regular draw. It's her first time in the show. And who does she get? The greatest of all time. And she's on center court. She's got everything working against her. Except Father Time, mm-hmm. who was on her side and said, I'm going to help you out I here. got you. Oh, yeah, I got you on this. How many ten defeat Serena Williams in three sets? In tiebreak in three sets. So why is she getting put on blast today? And not only getting put on blast by her doubles partner, a woman by the name of Tamara Kopach, who I don't necessarily um, know much about her game, but I know this she not pleased. They were to play doubles. Now, this is not uncommon, you guys, for someone to play singles and then play doubles either the same day or the next day. Venus and Serena would do it. They play singles and then they play together. Um, men do it. Women do it. Mixed doubles. They do it. it. You get a chance to play on the Wimbledon tournament. You play. Someone wants to play doubles, you do it. You, singles, of course. But I'm saying, it's like opportunity of a lifetime. According to ESPN.com, On the heels of her impressive main draw debut at Wimbledon, Harmony Tan followed up by withdrawing from her doubles match with a thigh injury an hour before it was set to begin on Wednesday. Her partner said, quote, she just texted me this morning. This is what she wrote on social media. Quote, let me wait here one hour before the match start. I'm very sad, disappointed, and also very angry that I can't play my first doubles Grand Slam, and it's really not fair for me. I am going to read to you what this woman posted on her Instagram because she did not mince words. Unfortunately, my doubles partner, H-Tan, retired from our doubles today. She just texted me this morning. Let me wait here one hour before the match start. I'm very sad, disappointed, and also very angry that I can't play my first doubles Grand Slam. And it's really not fair for me. I didn't deserve that. She asked me before the tournament if we want to play doubles, and I said yes. I didn't ask her. She asked me. If you're broken after a third match the day before, you can't play professional. That's my opinion. End quote. Who's more in the wrong here? Harmony Tan for deciding an hour before their doubles match? Yeah, you know what? Uh, I think Harmony Tan didn't expect to beat Serena Williams. And I think that she wasn't prepared for what happens to have to beat her and then play the doubles. So now she's on to bigger, better things, if you will, at the same time, if you're injured, you're injured. Right. And you got to look out for you and your machine. You're an athlete. Rick, you did. Dean, you did. Tina and I can only relate from you guys' experience in that aspect. But who is more in the wrong? Is it Tamra for going on Instagram and putting her doubles partner on blast and saying basically it's not professional, or Harmony Tan for not letting her know sooner, hey, I might not be able to play this because I'm, I'm injured. I hurt my thigh. Being injured, being knocked out, is not unusual. Last week, Serena was on a doubles run with uh, Jonas Jabar,
0: and Jonas Jabar got injured, and then they had to drop out. So, who's more in the wrong, Dean? I think the one who put her on blast publicly is more in the wrong. You shouldn't do that to your homie. Okay. So, Tamra, the doubles yeah. partner, and she's she, by the way, there's a picture
2: with this Instagram post where she's standing on the court all by herself. Oh, the camera's far back, and she's all by herself. Yeah, that's and,
0: yeah, she, now she tried to guilt her with the little picture.
2: Without question. I think that's a key component yeah. to it. Rick Ankeel, who's more in the wrong? The one who didn't let her doubles partner know in advance or the, her partner for putting her on blast and making it all about her and her dreams of playing doubles tennis?
1: Both. Both as but who's a partner, more in the wrong? Do you think it's even? I'm going to just start where it started. As, a, as, as your partner, if I know that I can't play, I need to let you know as soon as possible. I can't right. take it to the brink to where you're getting ready. There's a lot of things your routine, all these things you're going through, the excitement that you're having, then all of a sudden drop out.
2: And there's a difference between letting someone know, like I'm just giving you a heads up. I don't know my status yet, but I'm right. giving you a heads up. Yeah. yeah, she probably she definitely should have did that. She should have done that as opposed to just an hour before the match begins. By the way, you've already done warm up. I mean, you're beyond that. You've already, you know, you've already. So, so you're well deep into the process with an hour to go. It's like go time, Tina. We got. Uh, Rick saying it's pretty much uh, 50-50. Dean says it's uh, Tamara Kobich. And you say who?
3: I say Tamara because I don't think she should have put Harmony on blast. I do think she should have let her know earlier that she wasn't like she has an injury or something's going on and she'll keep her posted. But I think it looks really bad on her part calling out her partner on social media and saying what she said because who would want who wants to partner like who wants to be her partner next.
2: My favorite part about this is she asked me before the tournament if we want to play doubles. And I said yes. I didn't ask her. She asked me. If you are broken after a three hour match <laughs> the day before, you can't play professional. That's my opinion. So now she's taking shots. I know she took a major shot. Saying, saying you played three <laughs> hour match, you're broken after that. Yeah. This
1: girl is Bitter. Beat yeah. That's salty beat it. and bitter. Tina, That's- I'm with you. Who's going to want to be her partner after this? Yeah, ho- Not who? me? Yeah, no. Yeah, like, you know, she just threw her under the bus in front it, of everybody. For sure. She's trying to take her limelight away, too. W- right, she just beat Serena Williams. Beat it.
2: Uh, hold on, one at a time What's that, Tina, what? She
3: just beat Serena Williams. Correct.
2: Correct. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of compassion here. There wasn't a whole lot of I understand, and it's unfortunate. This girl's mad. She posted a picture of her by herself on the court all alone. <laughs> like, it's it's funny because you're like, damn. I, she's I all she, in her You feels. think she might be a little jealous? Maybe, Maybe. Oh, for Serena? Sure. she might be a little jealous. But then again, you know, I don't I don't know. I don't think this woman was in the main draw for singles. I think this was her only chance to play at Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. So you've done the work and you might have had family come in, whatever, and now you're gonna play doubles in it. You're in it. And that doesn't happen. And you can't just pick up a, a partner. Well, sometimes you can, but not an hour before. That's right. a walkover. So that means that the people they are supposed to play, those women, they advance instead. So it'd be different maybe if she also had a singles chance. But you know what I say? Be better.
0: Yeah. If you're better I mean, at you tennis, should've... then you could play. I mean, she wasn't going to play nohow. how. Like, whether she told her before or after, she ain't playing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know. But it is, it, I think it's, the moral of the story is, give people a heads up about what's going on. Even if it's going to be bad news, yep. you know, it's better to let them know.
1: That, hey, that happened to me once, so to speak. So what I was we were playing in L.A. We are playing against a pitcher named Chad Billingsley. Right? I remember four Chad se- Billingsley. Threw four-seam rise balls. I don't like that. Regardless, I'm not playing the next day. Lance Nix is playing. And uh, so my teammates, like, hey, let's go out and grab a couple of man sodas. Yeah, no problem. So we were out late. I didn't expect to play. Thought I had the day off. Got to show up the next day. I'm in the lineup. So How did you find out you are in the lineup? I, I seen it on the card. Game time.
2: So you're showing up to the ballpark, and this is what a seven o five start.
1: Yeah, I'm in shut. It's a, it was a. I'm in shut. It's a day game. I'm in shutdown oh, mode. Oh, day game. Day so, game. So
2: you're there at like ten a.m.
1: earlier. Yeah, N- nine. Exactly. All right. Yeah, eight or nine. Regardless. So, anyway, I don't think I'm playing. I show up. Uh, <laughs> the guy who's playing is like, "Oh, sorry, man, my ankle's hurt." I'm like, "You couldn't text me last night." <laughs> <laughs> I, I went zero for four with four strikeouts.
2: Well, you because you got hammered the night before. That's right. I had fun. <laughs> well, at least you had an excuse.
0: You know
1: what I'm
2: saying? <laughs> you have a viable excuse.
1: Yeah. But no. he could have texted me the night before and said, hey, man, my ankle's not feeling well. You might be in there. He didn't.
2: But you know what? Why would he want to do that? Because let's be honest. He doesn't want you prepared. He wants you to have an over four day because he yeah. wants to play
1: again. That's true. That's what happened, too. Yeah, Got his wish.
2: He got it. <laughs> <laughs> his dreams came true. His dreams came true. So which is, is, is worse? Rick- uh, in his situation of drinking all them beers or Serena, uh, excuse me, or, uh, Harmony Tan injuring her thigh playing Serena, which is a which is a more viable excuse to, to not be in shape the next day. Is it Rick with his hangover or is it Harmony Tan with her thigh? Um, Rick with the hangover. That's that's way worse. Yes, way worse. Yeah, it's way worse. Because yeah, yeah, I've injured my thigh. It's fine, but hangovers. Yeah. yeah, you could play through that. Yeah. So suck it up, Harmony Tan, and we understand, Rick. We understand Rick, why you're, you're on for. For it,
1: it, is, it is a support group. See, I knew it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, because you know, Dean, by the way, had final boarding in Moscow. Was it Moscow or St. Petersburg? It was Moscow. Moscow airport. Trying to flee Russia. Final boarding. <laughs> <call.
0: Russia.
2: laughs> Dean flew back from. This was before Dean was like, you know, with the UFC broadcast team. So this is when Dean was just coaching and cornering fighters. So he'd be in row 68, the middle, like where there's six seats. He's in the middle, 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 middle. The very left, by the bathroom. Yeah, by the bathroom. And I mean, this was not even UFC. It was M1 Global. M1 Global. Kenny Deuce Garner, oh, yeah. another Treasure Coast legend, the former heavyweight champion of the world. Former heavyweight champion of M1 Global, <laughs> yeah. is what I mean to say. Uh, When he had Vladimir Putin bowing to him. Yes. When he was throwing up deuces. Kenny Garner and that crew. Dean was in the bathroom on his hands and knees. They're like final boarding call for escape flight. Escape (laughs) airlines. (laughs) Flight 00001 to Miami. Yeah. Whatever. And you're on your hands and knees.
0: Puking in the bathroom. Because? Because I was out drinking. The night before. The night before. With the Russians. Trying to to keep up with the Russians. (laughs) Yeah, man. Didn't Listen, work out. Yeah, don't, don't drink with the Russians when they say, hey, we got a bottle of vodka. Drink with us. Don't do it. You,
2: yeah. you said you guys were going shot for shot. Going shot for shot. Like in Raiders of the Lost Ark.
0: Yep. That's how it was. Oh. That's how it was. <laughs> exactly like that.
2: That I couldn't do. I'd have to reschedule my flight. Yep. If I'm on my hands and knees and puking out my guts and it's like the plane's leaving, I'm sorry. I mean, it was the worst up. I ever felt. And and that flight, by the way, is... It's a pretty easy flight, right? Yeah. It's only, like, what, 16 hours? <laughs> <laughs> Oof. It's a long Squeezed way Squeezed into the little section in the back. So you've been in perfect health with no drinking, no hangover, in business class, mm-hmm. flying uh, Emirates. Emirates. To, or, you know, to, yeah. I guess, or Ithiad to Fight Island. And you must have been thinking, like, where was this when I was puking on my I mean, tell me about it. Right. You always get like that good situation. Yep. You don't need when it when
0: you don't need it, and then the worst situation when you need a, at least a decent situation. Flying with a hangover, Rick. You guys,
2: uh, you had team charter. You had charter mm-hmm. flight, mm-hmm. so you guys got a like a seven three seven seven four seven converted. Mm-hmm. So um, the the rookies in that they don't get as good of seats. The the, the veterans they get better seating situation. Yeah, um, flying with a hangover, it's slightly better on
1: a team charter. Um. It's not even comparable because you have a whole row to yourself.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. So you can lay down,
1: do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, (laughs) I bring this up only because we're talking about flying and discomfort. Kendrick Perkins, who is an NBA analyst on ESPN. Big perk. Who, by the way, they were making so much fun of him a couple months ago because they're like, you're only 34 years old? And and he looks sad because they're like, we thought he was an old man. Your boy Ryan Clark was going in on him. Uh, Kendrick Perkins is a big dude. He obviously, he was a big dude in the NBA, but now he's not playing, so he's filled out a yeah. little bit. He got a body like Santa, a little <sighs> bit. Yeah, big. He got the call because someone was on COVID protocol. He was going to go cover something, Eastern Conference uh, Finals for ESPN. So he had to fly overnight right quick, red-eye, Los Angeles back to New York, I think it was. And he said he was squeezed in a middle seat. He was at the, the only seat on the plane they put him in was a middle seat in coach. He's got to be 325 pounds. That's criminal. He's got to be six, eight, nine, something like that. Criminal. Kendrick Perkins is on uh, ESPN. He's like, so I go into the bathroom. I lock myself in the bathroom so I can sleep for a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> And they were like, and they were like, "Wait a minute, dude! What if people need to use the bathroom?" He's like, "There's other bathrooms. I got to get some sleep." <laughs> <laughs> and So they were giving him credit. Like, you look, you like, you look good today. You look rested. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And they told the story, and I was dying because I had the visual of his big ass <laughs> just going in the bathroom the lavatory, locking the door. And they said, "Well, what about?" Because it's it's a red eye. Most people are sleeping. He goes, "I go in there," so he went and sleep on the toilet. <laughs>
1: That's great. Tell me you've never done that before though. I've never I mean, done at that least before. for longer than, you know, 20 no. or 30 minutes.
2: No, I get no. I get <laughs> really I get self-conscious. Like I'm flying tonight. I get self-conscious. I have to pee and I go in there to pee. And then I'm like, hurry up and pee. Because if you don't hurry up, they're gonna think you're pooing. And I want to really think <laughs> that. I don't wanna really think that. So I'm like so then my brain starts playing tricks, start getting stage fright. I'm not gonna go any further. And I'm like, hurry up. And you, we all know what happened. That one time, I almost peed my pants on that flight. Oh, yeah,
0: you told me we that. We got grounded
2: in Atlanta, and they wouldn't even approach the uh, the terminal. The, the captain was like, we cannot approach a terminal. Everyone returns to their seats. And then when I tried to come out the bathroom, the flight attendant's like, stay in there. He, like, locked me in the bathroom. And I was like, when I get off this plane, there's going to be eight federal uh, air marshals waiting for me. Because I disobeyed the orders. I told the guy, I got, I'm going to pee my pants. Me, you're so lucky. At, 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 we were taxiing. Yep. We had just landed. Mm-hmm. We're taxiing to the, to the terminal. Yep. And that night... I went to a little barbecue, speaking of Serena, and I, she said, I heard you peed your pants on the plane. <laughs> and I said, I didn't, but I almost did. And she said, what happened? I told the story. She said, you know why you didn't get arrested? And I said, why? Because you're a white guy. And I was like, damn, it's probably true. Because I mean, if I were brown, for sure, no way. If you was bar. And, and if I was black, probably, probably not scot-free as well. Right. Right. It's one of those racial bias things. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know, I was going to pee my pants, so I was willing to take my chances. If you need to take me into custody, I'd rather get arrested at Atlanta Airport for disobeying the flight attendants than I would peeing my pants and getting off the flight with everyone's cameras. (laughs) (laughs) Barstool, right? right. Uh, On Instagram. (laughs) Hashtag (laughs) P-Boy. Coming up, when we return, Tina.
3: I did what on the treadmill? And now I have to deal with the consequences. Oh, I can't wait. See, I'm in on this. I have yeah. no idea what it is.
2: I can't wait to find out. Anna Jean Levine, accident attorneys, 1 800 747 free. If you're involved in an accident, you got hurt a job, you got workers' comp issues, slip and fall related accidents, you call Anna Jean Levine. They answer the phone 24 hours a day. They're going to help you take back control of your life. Remember, the consultation is always free 1 800 747 free. 1 800 747 free. 1 800 747 3733 for Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. They don't just practice the law, they practice what they love. That's helping you take back control of your life. Someone out there bet on the Cardinals that day when Enkio went 0 for 4 and is mad now, realizing that they had no idea that he was hungover. (laughs) It may have been me. It may have been me. It's the home team on ESPN 1063. We're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. And we are delivered by Brightline. GoBrightline.com. I'll be on Brightline in a little over an hour. As a matter of fact, down to Miami. So I can get right to the airport like that. Rick Ankeel is our guest co-host on Wednesdays, and he has an impressive streak of two <laughs> consecutive Wednesdays here on the show. <laughs> Got to start
1: somewhere, bitch. <laughs> that's right. You, you,
2: Tina, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning.
3: Exactly.
2: And you can't have three consecutive uh, Wednesday shows if you don't, <laughs> you don't have, have two. You no. yeah. So you start from there. Rick's going to give you a little information in a few about his business and him taking the Major League Baseball team mentality and what Bobby Cox and Tony La Russa taught him and applying that to business here to help folks Treasure Coast and South Florida. Land Rover Palm Beach, speaking of help, they are helping you locate a vehicle. There's a global shortage of everything, as you know, particular vehicles, and that's why people are being surprised and disappointed when they realize, uh-oh, my lease is coming up and I'm not going to be able to get into what I really want to get into. Uh, yeah, there we're talking about 12 to 16 month in some instances, delays it is imperative if you have a lease that's coming up in the next six nine twelve fifteen eighteen months just contact the team at land rover palm beach 866-800-8206 866-800-8206 or land rover palmbeach.com here's why they are going to get to work on exactly what you want to locate for you to have it for you so when your lease is up you're going to be able to get into what you want. As opposed to staying in what you're in now, which might not make a whole lot of sense and might not make a lot of you happy. You got to plan ahead now because of the global shortage. Remember, Land Rover Palm Beach, fix it right the first time, is how their service department operates, providing loaner vehicles, complimentary pickup and delivery of your vehicle, and a whole lot more. West of the Turnpike, Okeechobee Boulevard in West Palm, it is family owned and operated. It is Land Rover Palm Beach, Land Rover Palm Beach. Dot. Tom, Rick Ankeel, Dean Thomas, your boy, brother, love and Tina, spicy tea, who set us up with the tease prior to the break. You're on the treadmill, you said, and you were teasing us that you did what?
3: And now I have to deal with the consequences.
2: uh Oh, that's what life's about. Mm -hmm. Life's about making decisions and dealing with consequences. What happened, boo?
3: So five weeks ago, I was at, you know, where I work out, Blue Belief, and I was running super fast. So on the treadmill, the highest speed is 13. And at one point during the workout, they'll tell you to go all out. So you're giving it your all. Like everything you've got, run as fast as you can. So I was at like 11.5, which that's pretty high for me. That That's fast. That's pretty good. I, I got short legs. So they can only go so fast. So I realized I was going way too fast and I went to go stop myself so that I didn't fall off the treadmill. Oh no. So I'm running and I lean forward with my right arm to go hit the three button because so it could slow down the treadmill. Well, while I went to go lean forward, I accidentally with my left hand punched the treadmill so hard (laughs) because I was running so fast and I just couldn't, I couldn't keep up with myself. Well,
2: was your thumb on the inside or the outside of your fist?
3: <laughs> I don't even know what my hand was doing, but my pinky and my ring finger punched the treadmill so the like the hard plastic, damn, very hard. Like I ended up having like step off the treadmill because I'm like that, like that, that hurt. Yeah. That hurt my hand. Yeah. Well, my pinky and my knuckle were black and blue for about a week. And easily, easily. Yeah,
2: yes. they were discolored. They were purples. And yes, some and it of that. even
3: like went a little yellow. And you know me, I've now got this two week rule that if it still hurts after two weeks, then I go to the doctor.
2: Explain that to the audience and to Rick as well. You and your husband have because you said he was a baby. He's going to jujitsu and he's like, oh my knee, my shoulder, and you're like, no, two week rule in effect. Explain your two rule.
3: Yes, two-week. I just sometimes think that again, I have jam my finger and I'm like I broke my finger and then you know after 2 days it's fine but I've already gone to the doctor waste my money so I decided and same with my husband I'm he gets hurt jujitsu I'm like listen you're going to get hurt no matter what but we got to give it 2 weeks and if it hurts after 2 weeks then maybe something's wrong we'll go to the doctor obviously if it's if it's obvious that something's wrong something's broken we'll go earlier than that
2: cuz y'all be going to the doctor like it's a school nurse yeah I you don't. know what I'm saying just be I, showing up I, I got, don't I got a, I got a mosquito bite I
3: don't but I Followed my two week rule, and I'm and my my finger was still hurting after two weeks, but I just didn't really think anything of it. I'm like, what are they going to do for a pinky or a knuckle? It'll go away. Yeah. Well, we're at five weeks, and my pinky now won't go completely straight. It still hurts. to can, Grab can, a dumbbell. Can,
2: if you put your hand on the table, can you make it lie flat?
3: No, it won't go. It won't go flat.
2: Oh man. So my left got, like, pinky won't, won't
3: go flat <laughs> when I move my if I like spread my fingers completely out like like wide. Yep. I when I move my pinky inwards, it hurts like my knuckle hurts, and when I grab a dumbbell, it's still like there's pain there. Hairline
1: fracture, Dean Thomas. That's what I'm saying. Rick Ankeel, hairline fracture, possibly. You would. I'm 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 going to divert this to Dean. You know, this is part of his. I
0: mean, it could be. be, I did punch a treadmill. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like a boxer's fracture. That's what happens. Yeah. How it's the treadmill looks? Yeah, no,
3: right. <laughs> 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 Completely fine, <laughs> no damage, <laughs> no marks. <laughs> so,
2: so the treadmill looks good.
3: The treadmill was oh, perfect. Oh boy, we
2: got to work on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: but it's now five weeks, and I still don't know. Though I'm like, is there anything that the doctor can actually do? Do I just let it go? I don't know because again, like, what are they going to do? Put a little like splint. splint on it, and then I just
0: and that makes it, might it might difficult to, to, though. It, it might
2: need I, to get rebroke. It might need to get snapped. Someone out. told yeah. me that too. Yeah. So said, we I can work on that
0: during the break. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but break. No pun, yeah, yeah, yeah. no pun intended. <laughs> like in yeah, at Look at every game yeah, yeah. with the pun
2: jokes. Uh, the thing is, Otina, when when me or Dean yanks your pinky, don't fart. It's not that I joke. No, <laughs> no, don't no. Do don't, don't do that. the uncle trick. Yeah. No, uh, no, yeah. no, So what are you going to do?
3: I don't know, and that's what I kind of came here for. Should I go the doctor?
0: Dean, it's more than two weeks.
3: It's five weeks, and it yeah. still hurts.
0: I think she should let us re-break it. Yeah, and, and
1: then, then go the doctor, yeah. and then go to the doctor. Rick, what do you think? Break and kill. If they're just gonna put it in a splint, try taping it with some popsicle sticks. Yeah, Give that a week, see if it heals. Rub some okay. dirt on it, you know.
3: <laughs> so do you think if I just do that for a week, it'll feel better? If it like is actually like stable and doesn't move? I don't like that you can't straighten it out. I know
2: that, don't, and it's five weeks. I don't I like know. that at all. So, so your own policy of suck it up is what's now costing you your your <laughs> hand.
3: But again, I just thought with the pinky, like, what can they do? It, it. I feel like I'd be wasting my money to go to the doctor and to see them and then get a splint. To how's assist.
2: the How's the uh, ESPN West Palm uh, Health Insurance?
3: It's great. <laughs> no, but... Now, why do you laugh, Dean? Why do you laugh? I don't know. You, you don't, don't
2: have it. it. You don't have it either. <laughs> it's great.
3: It's great. Yeah, so, so I take advantage it. of it. I know, but again, I don't know if I. It. Do I want to take the time to go to the doctor just to get that and then I can't work out probably because I, I'm not gonna be able to wrap my hand around a dumbbell if I have a splint on it.
2: Yeah, but this thing's more important. Like. I've been doing right. it for
3: five weeks. I, I'm, I'm
2: I heard dead. that with the company insurance, you got to get your hand checked out by a dude in a van at the swap meet. Yeah. <laughs> no. At the flea market <laughs> in Riviera. Yep.
3: <laughs> no, it's, it's good.
2: Um, I don't know. You're you wondering, like, suck it
1: up or, or get it looked at? I say get it looked at. Rick, what do you say? Yeah, I say, I say get it looked at at this point, at. or did you just deal with it. I might have ha- a little crooked pinky from now on. It's fine. Yeah, Be cute. My
2: fingers are twisted. My fingers look like branches on a tree, all twisted and mangled. Look how mangled, it, you know, and man, twisted you my fingers. fingers
0: like-, like a cartoon witch,
2: right? I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Busted knuckles, all pushed in. My yeah. fingers are all twisted, and it's just yeah, like a cartoon witch. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great analogy. Never thought of that. But look how twisted these fingers are. Yeah. Uh, what does your heart tell you?
3: I just, I'm just, I think, gonna just suck it up.
0: Yeah, all right. Do I'm that. just gonna
3: deal with it. It's been five weeks. That's right. It's, it's, I like that attitude. still, yeah. it still hurts, and maybe if it's like. It it goes on like ten weeks and it still hurts. That I'll don't get it checked out. The only thing then is they're
1: that, definitely gonna have to rebreak it at yeah, that point. For yeah. sure.
3: The only
2: the only thing is is that since we're on the air, um, I wanted to vote both ways to cover myself. Yeah because I said you should get it looked at. Yeah. And then I said, No, nah, you're right, you should not. So then it's like when they listen back, they're like, Why did you let that happen? And I'm like, listen to the audio. Yeah. I'm like, go get it looked at. It's like, yeah, but three minutes
1: later, I was like, just agreeing with her. Yeah. Just trying to be agreeable. Just trying to be did agreeable. Did you ice it or anything? Did you even try to take care of it or just deal with it?
3: I just really I, put, I did put ice on it the first few days when it was bruised. But that was it. Like, okay. two days. Just, that was all I did. Nothing Fair else.
2: enough. Fair enough. Time now for Mr. Brightside. He's the oracle of optimism. The prime minister of positivity. He is Mr. Brightside. Delivered by Brightline. That's me. And I'll be on the Brightline in about an hour. Being delivered to Miami, as a matter of fact. Uh, Mr. Brightside, today... Baker Mayfield and fans thereof. So listen, it turns out that the Baker Mayfield Seahawks jersey that was for sale online, that his name and his number on it, turns out that was a hoax. It wasn't a real ad. It wasn't a real store selling Seahawks jerseys with his name and number on it. But here's the bright side. No matter what, no matter where you are, whether it's in the league or at home on the couch, you're still getting paid a guaranteed $18.9 million. He is? Period. Mm. $18.9 million is guaranteed whether he's playing or not. Give me my money.
0: That's what I'm saying. Mm. And that's the Amen. bright
2: side, which is being brought to you by Brightline. <laughs> Go brightline.com. Remember, Marlins fans, uh, make your next game a home run. Brightline's home runner train from West Palm and Fort Lauderdale to Miami Central Station now includes free direct shuttle service to Lone Depot Park. Catch the game, you can upgrade to Brightline's premium service so you can pre-game on the train. Free drinks and snacks along the way, including adult beverages, adult pops we have mentioned earlier. Brightline's home runner train gives you the ultimate fan experience. You're skipping traffic, you're skipping parking, and you get to stay until the last pitch. Book now at GoBrightline.com. GoBrightline.com.
0: Dean Thomas, you ready to play Choose Your Own Adventure? Oh, Choose Your Own Adventure? Dean yes. Thomas, coming up. Now y'all know Tina is my dog. Tina is my dog. But me and her husband don't always see eye to eye. Oh, always. really? You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? Now we got a score to settle. Oh, and we are gonna settle it tonight at six thirty, and I'll tell y'all all about it on the other side. That's a hell of
2: a tease. Yes That's it is. That's a hell is. of a tease. A reminder, Rick and Keel is here on behalf of all dry services. Professional mold and water remediation company serving home and business owners from West Palm Beach to Vero, 24/7 on call service techs there to help you. Customer service best of the best. You learn this mentality from Tony uh, LaRussa and
1: and Bobby Cox, and Bobby Cox yeah, Atlanta Braves best leadership. Legend. Best of course. leaders I've ever been around and I got the chance to see how they, you know, run their organization, how they treat people. Um throughout the organization and that's what we're trying to do it's all about customer service uh we're open 24 7 you can also visit us at waterandmoldhelp.com for your free in-person estimate today
2: locally owned and operated ricky and kiel and the team all-star treatment this is going to help you save your home your business your investment molding that you don't get it done right the first time you are done visit waterandmoldhelp.com for your free in-person visit uh all dry services we expect the unexpected, or you expect yeah, the unexpected.
1: I'll drive the Treasure Coast. There I'll it throw is. That in. Yep, even better.
2: Uh, we're back with uh, Dean's story of why it is he trying to smash your husband in the face. <laughs> it's the home team on ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Dean Thomas says he and Tina's husband don't always see eye to eye. And tonight they're going to squash this. Settle this
0: one way or the other. 630. Yeah, we're going to settle it. 630. I got a score to settle with. Could you Instagram it live? Yeah.
1: Is there t- tickets <laughs> for sale?
0: <laughs> t- I don't know, but I... <laughs>
2: I don't think it's going where we think it is. I think that Dean's (laughs) using wordplay to mislead us, trying to trick us into listening for another 15 minutes. Uh, John C. Cassidy, the first and last name in air conditioning, is now able to serve you and your family's immediate plumbing needs. Full-service repair and replacement, toilets, sinks, disposals, and more. Uh, Just like the Cassidy Care Air Conditioning Program, you can enroll in Cassidy Care Plumbing, save time, money, and aggravation, get a full inspection and recommendations from John C. Cassidy's plumbing technicians. since 1960. John C. Cassidy... Been doing business with honesty and integrity. Those are the core beliefs today. No matter the circumstances, you can always trust John C. Cassidy. Be your first and last name for air conditioning and for plumbing. 561-863-6750. 561-863-6750 for John C. Cassidy. Dean and Rick are both watching a video from earlier today. It's a little scary. Two Astros players colliding in the outfield attempting to catch a fly ball. Um, Sometimes that ends in concussions and broken bones and such. Rick you played some outfield as well. Uh you call for it, it's yours but sometimes two guys call at the same time.
1: Yeah, you can't hear each other and you're running full speed and I will that that's the worst situation you could be in outfield infield when you're cruising into each other like that, especially you're both running hard, bad things happen. Yeah.
0: And they knocked each other out. Yep. Yeah.
2: Were they out? Did somebody out? They were out. out. They both yeah. were out. I mean we know this Astro squad isn't the you know the most to get involved to jump into action. Yep. And we know that because on April Fools Day I was choking Dean out and none of the Astro players did a damn thing about it. <laughs> I
0: know it. I was like yo what's come on come nobody left me.
2: the dugout nobody moved nobody <laughs> Either they didn't believe that I was really choking you, or they just didn't care. I don't think they cared. They had had too much
1: money (laughs) at risk. (laughs) They They didn't want to come out there and get hurt.
2: I tell you what, though. If Carlos Correa were still on the Astros, he'd have ran out there, and he'd have hit me in the head with a bat. Yeah, he would have came through. Save you. Yeah, he would have came through. Yeah. Is that Um, your man? Yeah, that's my homeboy. I'm glad that didn't go sideways. I wasn't sure how that was going to go. It turns out nobody knew that it was an April Fool's joke. And also, it turns out nobody cared. It was an April Fool's joke. But the pictures are phenomenal. And Dean did a nice job with the video All right,
0: Dino. Pay off your tees, please. Okay, so um me and me and Tina, you know, me and Tina go we go we get down, you know what I'm saying? That's my homegirl, you know what I'm saying? We we be kicking it. But me and her husband, we don't never really talk, you know what I'm saying? I don't know why. It's just for whatever reason, we don't never really talk. Interesting. I don't Interesting.
3: Know why. you know.
0: It's weird It's
3: weird because <laughs> Oh, he's so jealous, Dean's my bestie. Between <laughs>
2: Tina Tina's my girl, obviously. I hand picked Tina for this gig for this show for her to be
0: here. Mm-hmm.
2: But Scott's my favorite.
0: That's, yeah. my, that's, that's I what like, I'm saying, him like I know I like that's your more. favorite. That's yeah. him, you know what I'm saying? So well, she out. should be your favorite. Yeah, she is my favorite. So then, so I had some work that I needed done around the way. Mm hmm. So I said, you know what? Let me see if I call this dude up and see what's right. up because he can do anything. Because he can do anything Because he told me so he told me he can do anything. Because he came to my house and picked up my mats one time, mm-hmm. and when he picked them up, he bullied me and to put them all on his truck by <laughs> myself. Didn't. I was no, like, he Dang he's a bully. Yeah, he's a bully too. Wow. So anyway, so I called him. Up, I said, well, I hit him up on Instagram. I said, hey man, you think come by to swing by and I uh, fix this little handle on the uh the faucet. Mm-hmm. And he came by, boom, within like 10 minutes, he was there fixed it. And I was like, yo, that's, yo, all right, no doubt. But he was still kind of mean to me, looking at me all sideways, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, said, so I said, all right, all right, no doubt. So there's a jiu-jitsu uh, seminar going on tonight. Really? Yeah, tonight. Are you teaching? No, I'm not teaching it. Okay. A world champ, like a legit, legit dude is teaching. Dude, you're pretty legit. You're I know, a- but I mean, this guy is like world, like multiple time world champ. Okay. Like, it's right. just straight jiu-jitsu. And that's what her husband does, just straight jiu-jitsu. So. I said, you know what, man, let me see if I can let bygones be bygones and, you know, make things cool with old boys. So I invited him to come. Mm-hmm. Come with me. So he going he come and we're gonna meet over at 6:30 and we're going you know what I'm saying? we gonna get Very it. nice. Very nice
3: of
2: Dean.
0: And besides, he can't whoop you. Yeah, yeah. You he know? cannot. I mean, he act like it though, but like <laughs> That's the problem. You know what I'm mean? saying?
2: Maybe that's why he wants to learn jujitsu. Yeah. Because ultimately know he wants to eliminate you. to <laughs> get rid of you. <laughs> He's only 27 years old, right? Like, 28. He's 28 years old. He got time on his side. He's strong. He is, and for a living, he welds I know. and builds and does man stuff. And you used to do man stuff, but now you just talk. Yeah, now I'm now just doing what I do. I do nothing that is like man at all. You know, like I can't build nothing. Rick, Rick can you? Can you? Are you good? Do you build?
1: Do you? If I'm in the mood. But the yeah. older I get, the more that ship's starting to sail. I feel
0: you.
2: Yeah. I feel you. Yeah,
0: he yeah. said ship.
3: I T-
2: know, that know that was I know. I heard, I heard <laughs> I <was> like,
1: whoa. <laughs> but
0: now, nah, I mean, like, I feel, because before I felt like he was going to weld, like, uh, some type of contraption to, like. To hang me up and you know what I'm saying and just yeah. like, capture me, but I get now, it. Now you know now we cool now you know. So I think I think after tonight we're gonna be cool. We'll keep us posted on how yeah. that plays out. Yes, I'm y'all I know. can't right. wait to cool hear how Earth. it goes. Rick Here. and
2: Keel, before you bounce, what's the website one more time for the water and mold and restoration
1: and such? Waterandmoldhelp.com. Focus on, on the tre-
2: for the Treasure Coast yep. primarily. Focus on the Treasure Coast. Do that, just that, please. Coming up in the cocktail hour, food. We're talking food. Hmm. Is inflation ending this all-time 99-cent bargain? This bargain was a banger, and inflation might be ending it once and for all. Plus, what meal deal are we all still able to get at 1985 prices? It doesn't make sense, but it still exists. I know it. I think I Costco. know what it is. Do you think you know what it is? I think I know what it is. And a famous snack cracker is getting a whole new reboot in the fast food drive through. We'll tell you what that is. In our number two, otherwise known as the Cocktail Hour. Plus, we'll also have the interview with Saturday night, the co-main event of the evening, the former UFC featherweight champion who is fighting to regain his title in part three versus Alexander Volkanovsky. Max Holloway, the blessed, blessed. He will be with us in uh, the audio. will be with us, rather in our number two. It is the home team on ESPN 1063.